Hey, welcome to Larry Reed's America. This is the beer and whiskey tasting segment. And tonight we have Mike, Steve, myself. Greg couldn't make it, and but we're going to have a good time. We have some really interesting whiskeys. And uh, uh, let's start off with Steve tonight uh, on the uh, number one. All right. Uh, I gave it a seven on appearance. I thought it was a bit light, not not great legs. Um, on the nose, I thought a really nice nose, a lot of butterscotch. Um, and I found it to be a little herbal as well. Um, I gave it an eight. Taste, I think the butterscotch came through again. And then I got some roasted almonds. Um, and it was kind of weird. I got a roasted sweet or a street corn kind of a thing going on where you got that sweet corn with the, uh, the char on it that they make for the Mexican street corn. And I thought that was really nice. I gave the uh, the taste a nine. And then with the finish, I thought it was a bit short. So I gave it a seven, uh, total of 31. Okay, Mike? All right, um, I gave it an eight on appearance. I also thought it was a little light in color, uh, but it had nice legs on the glass when you swirled it. Um, I gave it an eight on appearance. Um, on the nose, I got, I got a little bit of a, like a, almost like a bubble gum smell. Um, and I got apples and caramel. And then as I kept smelling it, I got like a little bit of an ethanol smell, um, not in a bad way. Um, I gave it an eight on the nose. Uh, on the taste, I got a lot of pepper, clove, cinnamon, some baking spices. Um, I gave it an eight on the taste. I thought it was pretty good. Um, on the finish, I also thought it was very short. Um, just, um, it's probably one of the, sh it had it had a, less of a finish than, than one I've tried for a while. Um, I thought it was kind of flat and short. I gave it a seven on the finish for total 31. Okay, now, I, if I didn't mention, Greg's not with us tonight, so there's just the three of us. And uh, normally, uh, I, I had a, uh, a guest who couldn't show up, Alan Stanger, who something came up at the last minute to take uh, Greg's place. But I, so I'm drinking on the job. So the, the number one, I gave it a nine on appearance. I gave it a nine on the nose because I thought it was complex and it just, everything smelled good. I, I couldn't tell if it was vanilla or butterscotch, but it, it just smelled great, a little peppery. Uh, the taste, I gave it a nine. And I had tested this before, did a taste before. And um, since uh, Alan didn't show up and we had this whiskey already poured, I decided to try it again. And I changed my taste from an eight to a nine. And I had to finish as an eight, but I changed that to a nine because it wasn't a real long finish, but everything just, it, it just, the taste followed the finish to me. So I've got it as a 36. So, okay, who do we start with? I can't remember. We start with, it. okay, Mike, you go ahead. Were you gonna tell us what this one was? Oh, yeah. 
Hooten Young American Whiskey, 120 proof, 12 years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, wow. I and I, I I changed this, and I originally I had, you know, I um, did four sippings on this, but this just kept getting better and better, and then tonight, going back to it, since. Uh, Alan wasn't able to make it, and I already had the pour. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I just think it's great. What was the name on it again? <clears throat> Hooten Young American Whiskey, 120 proof, 12 years, available at Batesville Liquor Company. Okay. Yeah. We've, we've done the other version of this, right, on the podcast oh, yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I would have expected a longer finish on that one for yeah, the proof me too. Of the age. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it would be too, but at it, the it, uh, the finish it wasn't long, but it, it was, was good. Really it carried good. over. Yeah, and I mean it's just uh, I just couldn't find anything wrong with it. So that's why the high score. Okay, so next was we start with yeah. Okay, go on. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought this one was, uh, the appearance was really nice in the glass. It had a nice color, uh, nice legs on it. I gave it a nine on appearance. Uh, on the nose, I got some honey, some ripe cherries, a little bit of vanilla, maybe a little butterscotch there towards the end. And I, I, I kind of smell a little bit of malt, I thought. Um... I gave it a nine on the nose. I thought the nose was really complex. The more I, the more I smelled it, the, the, the I just kept picking things up out of it. Um, and on the taste, I, I got a lot of pepper. Um, I thought it had a fair amount of oak um, on the on the taste, and I got some spices. Uh, just kind of a, a good mix of spices. And I gave it an eight on the taste, and the, on the finish. The finish to me was really strong on the back of the tongue, and it was it was spicy, and and, and it was a little bit longer than the than the last one, but it wasn't it wasn't super long, but it was it was just a nice finish, and I gave it an eight on the finish for a total of thirty four. Okay, okay, I gave uh, the appearance an eight. I thought it was medium viscosity, medium color. Um, the nose I thought was really nice. It was very complex. Uh, sweet cherries, bubblicious grapes, honey. I too thought it was a little malty. I thought there's a lot going on there, but it's it's really nice. So that's a ten on the uh, nose. Taste I thought initially that sweet cherry and the bubblegum flavor came through, and then all of a sudden a burst of spices came through with anise, uh, tobacco, pepper. Um, it just all came through then. I thought that was just a nice explosion. I gave it a nine on the taste and then the finish. I thought it was sweet in the beginning. And then a lot of pepper on the back of the tongue. The mid tongue really burned a little bit. I like that. And uh, I thought it, it lasted a long time. The more I drank it, the longer it lasted. I uh, that very nice. A nine for a total of 36. Okay. Okay, I uh, initially, well, and I gave it a nine and I kept it a nine. And the appearance I thought was great. Initially, I created this as an eight, but tonight, I mean, I the nose I couldn't tell if it was butterscotch, caramel, vanilla, 
and some other sweet stuff in there, <laughs> maybe uh, some fruit. But it, the nose was so good, I changed it from an eight to a nine. And the taste just kind of blew me away. I had that originally as an eight, but I changed it tonight as a nine. Uh, I could taste, I, I think it was more caramel and oak, but there was some pepper in it. I, I liked it, I just really, really liked it. Uh, I thought the finish was really good, but I went, I, I originally had eight and I stayed eight on that. Sort of my total of 35. And that is a Penelope barrel strength bourbon. It's 112 proof, four years minimum, probably a five year or so, I would think, because it's, it's not a young whiskey, that's for sure. So Penelope Barrel Strength. Yes. And I, I mean, it just, uh, I'll tell you, the, the nose was so good, it, 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 to me, it, it made the taste better. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, the nose on this one was just, it was fantastic, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Okay, Steve? Okay, on number three, um, that got the highest score. When I when I graded these, I did a seven, eight, nine, ten thing. This got the ten because I thought it was a dark, it was dark and leggy, like I like it. And uh, so I gave that a ten on the appearance on this one. Um, the nose, I got a little bit of ethanol coming through. It wasn't unpleasant, but I, I could smell the ethanol. And then I got some pears, um, actually like a rose petals, um, and. I thought it was musty, not in a bad way, but I got a must. A lot of times, uh, the wines I like uh, have kind of a musty, earthy, uh, vegetal flavor and smell to it. And I got that coming through on this. Uh, I gave the nose an eight. Taste again. I for some, I got rose petals again, um, and like I said, that vegetal kind of a mustiness came through. I'm like a mushroom, vegetal kind of a thing, um, and kind of roasted nuts. Uh, well, not my favorite taste of the night. I gave that a seven. Uh, the finish of those nuts came through again. And then it was peppery. I thought it was a nice long finish. I gave that an eight, total of 33. Okay, Mike? Okay. Uh, I gave it a 10 on appearance also because I thought it was just, it was darker. I, I, I like my whiskeys a little dark or on the darker side. And this, this one just looked really nice in the glass, uh, had nice viscosity. Um, on the nose, I got ripe bananas and plums. Then I then I started getting a little bit of maybe raisin, like a raisin smell, um, and kind of a toasted caramel, um, maple, a little bit of rose petals, um, florally. Just uh, it had a lot going on on the nose. I thought I gave it a nine as I because I, it was very pleasant on the nose. And on the taste. Um, I got some oak, uh, a little bit of nutty. I got some all, maybe almonds, um, rose petals again. I got, and I got a slight, maybe a slight uh, sense of some citrus taste. Um, and I thought it was a little, the, the taste was a little on the drier side. I gave it an eight on the taste. Um, finish was, I thought, pretty nice. Uh, it was spicy, peppery, warm. Um, it didn't 
didn't last a long, long time, but it had a nice, it had a nice smooth finish. Gave it uh, an eight on the finish for a total of thirty-five. Okay. <clears throat> well, I gave, like most of them, I gave an appearance of nine. Good viscosity. Uh, dark, but most rise are dark, and uh, the nose. I just loved it. I mean it. I gave, I gave that a 10. I thought the, uh, maybe caramel, maybe butterscotch, maybe vanilla, maybe a combination, uh, some kind of a nice sweet fruit with it. Couldn't pick it out, maybe bananas, I don't know. Uh, I gave it a 10. And the taste, I thought was very complex. Uh, you could taste oak. I could taste the peppers uh, that goes with the rye. I gave it a 10, and the finish wasn't really long, but I thought the finish just had everything that the taste had, and I gave that a 10, too. I gave it a 39, and that's Catcher's Rye, Vermouth Barreled Age, 117.3 proof. Age five years. And I mean, I to to me that was just uh, I, I I couldn't get enough of that. Back while well, I had four ounces, I had another four ounces. <laughs> so really, really liked that it. That was and, that was the vermouth finish. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm it, a fan of that distillery. I've not had that one. I've had the the regular catcher's rye. Yeah. Which I'm a fan of. I think that's really good. It is, but I haven't tried this one. I don't think. And man, that's a. Uh, well, it, it had, you know, I, it's good. And and I'm not a vermouth drinker, uh-huh. so I don't really know what a vermouth tastes like. But it just had something that was different than mm-hmm. all the other ones. And I, I think that was that that musty kind yeah, of wine kind taste of that, yeah. I, that yeah. I tasted there. It was just, what did you? What score did you give this one? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. And that's yeah. that's my least favorite one from them. So, well, and, I, and to, I, see, that's my most favorite. No, so. I mean from them, from that distillery. Oh, really? That was my least favorite expression of that that we have from yeah, there. Yeah, the, the the peated bourbon that they make is yeah, that fantastic. Yeah. And um, I've had that one in the in the regular rye, but yeah. I haven't had this one so till now. So, yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, okay, they did so a good job. Who, who went first last? Was, okay. okay, so. You're up? I, I'm up, I okay, think, yeah. Fine. Okay. Okay. Um, I gave this one a nine on appearance. Nice color and viscosity again. Um, it looked looked really nice. Um, on the nose, I got some cloves, um, some er- some herbs. I'm not sure. It's kind of herbal. Um, couldn't pick anything out in particular. Um, a little oak. Maybe some roasted pecans. And vanilla, I gave it an eight on the nose, and it had. I thought it was really nice uh, all around there. Um, on the taste, I got. I, I tasted a lot of spice on the taste. Um, some clove. Some I don't know a lot of spices. I don't know if it's a rye or not, but it just tasted like it had some rye spice in it. But um, that could have just been me, and, I, and a little bit of citrus maybe. I gave it an eight on the taste. And the finish, I thought, was uh, fairly long, spicy. I thought it had a pleasant finish. I gave it a 9 on the finish for a total of 34. Okay. Steve? 
Okay, on this one I gave it a 9 on the appearance. Um, medium dark, medium viscosity. Uh, nose, I, I got a little malt. Um, uh, bananas, roasted nuts, and cooked pears. And then a little bit of oak as well. Um, I gave it a 9 there as well. Uh, taste, I got that roasted malt coming through. Again, almost like a, uh, like a scotch where you pick up that roasted malt going on. Um, and then I got bananas foster, um, bananas, caramel, vanilla, um, the boozy no flavor, um, baking spices, everything you would expect in like a bananas foster. Uh, gave that an eight, and then on the finish, again that bananas foster kind of carried through on the tongue, and then on the back of the palate, and then going down the throat, the black pepper came started coming through in the spices. Gave that an eight as well uh, for a total of thirty-three. Okay. Okay. Uh this is my second go around on this one, so I, nine for the appearance. I started out the original tasting with an eight on the nose, but tonight I changed it to a nine. I, I mean, I could taste bananas or some type of fruit, a little, little bit of, uh, I don't know if it was an oak, but it was some, some type of wood. Uh, it, it just was a very pleasant nose, and uh, after the first sip, the second sip got better, the third sip got better. The taste, uh, I've I tasted a lot of different fruit in there, and I, I couldn't pinpoint it. I, I tasted some vanilla, uh, and a little, little bit of pepper, not much. But I really, really enjoyed it. So I, my original was an eight. I changed that to a nine. My original finish was a seven, but I changed that to an eight because I think I, it wasn't a real, real long finish, but it just uh, it captured the nose and the taste, in my opinion. So my total, corrected total, was 35 and that is a Yellowstone single barrel hand-picked collection 115 proof six years so if I go back to my Hooten Young was 36 corrected the Penelope was 35 the Catcher's Rye was 39 and I'm uh, part of that is I think I'm more partial to rye than I am to bourbon. And uh, the Yellowstone was 35. I mean, they're all, I, I thought, just a terrific. You know, yeah, this is a, a, a very cool. nice grouping. Yeah. So Excellent, yeah. What, did, what was your finals on? Who was your number one? My number one was uh, the Penelope. Pene yeah, well, And the great. Catcher's Rye was second. Yeah. And the Yellowstone third, and the Hoot and Young was fourth. Steve? Yeah, Penelope finished first for me, uh, followed up by Catcher's Rye and the Yellowstone, and then Hoot and Young, yeah, a, a close it, close fourth. Yeah, so. it is, yeah it's... Has MGP ever made anything bad? No, they're my favorite distillers, <laughs> man. It's, it's good yeah. stuff. I, I've never had a bourbon or rye, anything that they... It's just great. whatever they've got going on. Yeah, they, they're doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they bought Penelope. Yeah, so just that, recently. Yeah, that's uh, and I'm I'm trying to figure out why they. Isn't Penelope in Bardstown? 
or I don't, I don't believe so. No, no I don't I, I'm thinking of something else yeah. then. But okay. why? I wonder why they wanted to buy. You know, because they 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 got a lot going on now. I guess it's just for. Yeah, uh, I kind of wonder if they're starting to buy some of those that to buy from them just to have a, a their own portfolio. Yeah. You know, of well-known mm-hmm. brands that oh. are are their product and. Yeah, well, yeah. anybody that starts out is going to use MGP right. if, if they yeah. got any well, brains. Let, no, yeah, you're much better off using them and letting your stuff age rather than trying to put out something young of yours Absolutely. and yes. turning yes. people off right away. It's, yeah, I think it's terrific. Yeah. And nothing, I, nothing worse than a whiskey that's taken out of the barrel too young. Oh, yeah, and then you're not going to come back because it's like, right. yeah. You're going to lose a lot of... Whereas if you wait four or five years for yours to mature and yep. use a, some, the, the, the Rossens where the, uh, the MGP in the uh, meantime, yep. you're yeah. much better off. Well, you know, and there's so many new startups now. And if you, and, and some of the women that are starting distilleries, oh, yeah. they're going to MGP first yeah. and then yeah. they'll worry about right. their own distillery. And they, can, and they can put out their vodkas and their gins or whatever yeah, yeah. And, until they're... Yeah. And bourbon matures, and then. Oh, it's just and and uh, this uh, moon drops. <laughs> now, it, we've talked about this off air, but they got a hundred proof bottle. I think it's bottled bond. They got a hundred proof. It's a single barrel, a hundred proof small batch, which small is batch. Okay. Five, just five to six barrels. Whereas a lot of your small batches are 20, whatever, barrel. You know, a lot of barrels, theirs mm-hmm. is just five to six barrels. And then they've got the 101 berries. Um, the one we drank is 125 proof, yep. six and a half years old. So. Yeah, and isn't it like 44 dollars 49 dollars 56.99. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for the price, you can't oh, beat it. You know. 120 proof for yeah, for 56.99. Yeah. That, and and we won't know till I bring this out, but I read it tens across it's, the board. It's good. Yeah, I mean it is really really good. Yeah, it's, so, it's a steal at the price. I mean, yeah, and that's in uh, Noblesville, right? Uh, no, Fortville. Fortville. Port, Fortville. And they're, they're known for moonshine. They they started out as a moonshine business, and their moonshine's excellent. If you're into really? the flavored moonshines, oh yeah, they've oh, got it. Really? They've got an orange sickle. That's my favorite. The apple pie, but the orange sickle is real popular right now. And a lemon drop, but yeah, it's now what proof is that? I think it's uh, forty proof. So oh, yeah. so it's not no, it's it's right. It's more yeah, flavorful. It's sweeter, than it flavored. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of I, I had a couple of those. Or if you get that apple pie sitting around a fire in the fall, it's like heaven. But really, oh yeah, wow. Yeah, I had a couple stuff. of those there that night at the store. Yeah, yeah they're. For, well, what the, for what they are, they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, they they just keep they just keep coming. There's a lot of good stuff in Indiana right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, what's hard truth and uh, old fifty five up in Newton. Old yeah. fifty five. Yeah. This one. You got moon drops. Yeah. And yeah. You got Starlight the, down there, Huber. Yeah. Yeah. Starlight, and then Lee Sinclair and them down Spirits of French, French Lick. Lick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's really, really that's strong. The French Lick is it's one of the breweries it's too, good, but it's, um, it's unique. One? And the breweries too, they all oh. they're doing oh. whiskeys now, bourbons now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Three Floyds has their own. Um, 18th Street has their own. It's well, I I hope Steve Staley does the yeah. distillery. Yeah, it's <laughs> good he, having local stuff somewhere to go. I mean, enjoy. he's got the wine, and he's got the beer, yeah. and uh, a lot of good people. That's what's nice. It's you yeah. want to support good people. 
Yeah, and it's uh, and and uh, like right now, what would if you had to pick your top five whiskeys that are selling at H.O. Liquor Store? Oh jeez, what do you think are the top five sellers? That's tough. Mm. Right now, it's Field of Dreams. So, what? Field of Dreams. I haven't seen that one. Uh, Drew Storen was a pitcher in the major leagues. Uh, he's from Indiana, from Brownsburg. Went to Brownsburg okay, High yeah. School. Pitched for the Nationals. Pitched for the Reds. Pitched for a couple, few other teams. Uh, he's a graduate of uh, Stanford University, marketing and stuff. Uh, he bought all the corn, or the corn from Field of Dreams, the ballpark there. You know, the famous one that people right. people of our age, our favorite movie. You know, yeah. come come on, Dad, let's go. You want to have a catch? Um, but he bought that corn. He's made bourbon with it. Uh, he designed the. As far as I know, he designed the mash bill. I know he designed the bottles, the everything to go with it and it's good stuff it's corn forward like you'd expect from a, a you know being corn from there you'd want it to be corn forward and it's good but well, selling a ton of it he's actually coming for a tasting just, well how, just how did i miss that i don't know it's sold out already until we get some, until we get some more in really <laughs> yeah because he's coming to do a tasting i believe on the 29th um, of, of this july one? really yeah so we better have some more in by that but it's good it's uh, good it's, that's just why i need you know for for Father's Day, it's not a big deal for me. I've, I've had so many of them, but for some reason, my son Matt and his wife Jill, they always buy me something for any day. And guess what they got me? A hundred dollar guest certificate for Batesville. All right. <laughs> they, they know what you like. Just what I need. Can't it's go more, wrong there. It's more right. booze. <laughs> Wait, you got to supply the podcast. I mean, you got to buy beer now, too. So, yeah. You know. yeah. So, oh, my God. But anyway, uh, what what else is new coming in or what other tastings do we have? Uh, tasting? I know we got one tomorrow night uh, with Howler Head, which is a banana whiskey. Um, uh, Dana White is the one to put that out from the UFC. Okay. Uh, that one and then a barbecue whiskey. Um, oh, God, I can't think of the name right now. Uh, something ball, but it's a, it's a barbecue whiskey, and you'd be shocked. It's a, it tastes like sweet barbecue. Yeah, but that that's a tasting tomorrow night. Um, I probably won't make that one because I don't want everybody saying, "What the hell happened to your face?" Cur- <laughs> yeah, and you got to explain to everybody. Cur- curveball is what that one's called, but it does. It's like sweet barbecue. It's good, and you make a hell of a bloody mary with it. And I think that's what John's going to be doing tomorrow night with it. It's making a, a bloody mary. Oh, with that it. sounds good. Yeah, it yeah. is good. Yeah, it's, and then. Uh, and then when is Field of Dreams gonna? I believe it's July 29th. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. So, when when you get it back in, uh, it what, is, what proof is it? Yeah, I believe it's 100 proof or 90, 94 proof. Um, high corn, like I said. Um, beautiful bottle. Great story. Uh, the number of bottles they made in this first batch corresponds to the number of ball players that have made the major leagues since really? they started. Yeah. So I'm expecting the second batch. So it's kind of a collector's item as well as being yeah. pretty good juice. Um, so I, expect, I would expect the second batch to correspond to all the players that were called up since then. So this time it was like, I don't know, 29,000 or something. And then next time I think there would be a little more yeah. to correspond to that. It's a good, cool story. But well, it's also pretty good. Well, you know, I, while I, today I was uh, recuperating from my injuries, <laughs> I 
watch the Reds again. And they, they won again, 11, 11 in a row. I'm telling you, it's like the young Red oh, it's machine. it's a fun young team, yeah. team to watch. I had, I had season tickets when the big Red machine, you know, went to the oh, World yeah. Series twice in a row. And uh, it was incredible then because I think in 76, uh, my two, I was 16, 16 rows behind home plate, oh, wow. and oh, wow. I believe my season two, I, I split a box with my buddy. We had four seats, and I think my two seats was five hundred twenty dollars wow. a year, a year. Wow, wow. that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh. And now I, I I don't know what the hell. See the big red machine, man. Tony Perez, my all-time favorite player. Yeah, well, Tony, big dog. It was, uh, you know, and to watch these young guys. Oh, come they're up, they're fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fun fun team to watch, and uh, I, I I look at, you know, like that Elide Cruz, twenty-one years yeah. old. If they could have signed him when he was sixteen, they would have done it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that good, huh? Yeah. Uh, so many good young players. It's yeah. like, yeah, that's yeah. right now they're fun to watch. Oh, and and you know, even if they tail off, because they they got some pitching problems. Yeah, that's the, uh, and and you know now with Green on the IR too, that hurts. But yeah, it's and and pitching you just never know. I when I when I pitch for Army Atlantic. If I felt really good and strong, sometimes I'd have a lousy game. If I felt terrible, I'd have yeah. a great game. Yeah. And and it's same for hitters. Sometimes a baseball comes in and it looks like a golf ball, and sometimes oh, yeah. it looks like a basketball. So yeah, yeah it, but, it looks like you know they they always talk about chemistry. It looks like you got a lot of good chemistry on the team. And the, oh, well the camaraderie. Yeah. I haven't seen that since. Oh yeah. The big red machine. Yeah. And. And I, I remember uh, uh, one game was on a Sunday, and Joe Morgan was playing kind of hurt. And anyway, he swung at a bad pitch, and he went down, and Sparky Anderson ran out and was trying to get him to go out of the game, and Morgan kept shaking his head. Well, so the next pitch, he hits a home run. And when he rounds the bases, goes to the dugout, everybody turned their back on him. <laughs> Just, you know, like you, oh, yeah. you hot dog, you hit his whole plan, you know, and then they all congratulate. Yeah. But just a neat group of oh, people. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, They're fun to watch right now. What year was that that they won in the 90s? Was it 91? I think it was. We beat the A's. Yeah. Yeah, because I was, I was yeah. at Ball State. I remember it. 90 or 91, was it? Yeah. 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 I think it was, yeah. 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 So there... But I mean, it's uh, yeah, some some great history. I mean, Johnny Vandermeer pitched two no hitters yeah. in a row, and go back. I mean, it's just uh, uh, the Reds have had incredible history. Oh yeah, they have. Yeah. So anyway, well, I'll tell you what. I think we should wrap this one up because uh, we're going to do a beer cup podcast it's yet tonight. Time too. to drink some cold beer. And right. yeah, and we're gonna get some Limburger out with the cheese. All right. <laughs> so, so anyway, I want to thank everybody for uh, listening, and I think we'll we'll end this with the uh, uh, national anthem. And want to 
God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And I'll talk to you on the next podcast.